Inmates jeer and scowl as you're led down the narrow corridor by the county sheriff, hands cuffed behind your back. They push you into your cell, take your fingerprints, and head back down the long hallway, leaving you to adjust to your new surroundings. The room is very small, an 8x8 cold concrete block. You hear the other inmates heckling, talking, and joking amongst themselves across the bars of their own confinement. Chaotic as the atmosphere seems, it all eventually fades into a monotonous static. This newfound peace, however, would be short-lived. Suddenly, you hear the second floor inmates start shouting and cell doors start opening. Before you can register what is happening, they're opening your cell as well, quickly ushering you out with the rest of the inmates. Once outside, you see the flames pouring out of a second story window. Firefighters work quickly to make sure everyone is out of harm's way and that the fire is contained. Almost everyone has made it out of the building, all but one inmate. Firefighters tried their best to rescue the man, but the flames became too intense and he was lost to the fire. Some speculate the fire was started by the inmate himself, unable to cope with the idea of being locked away regardless of how small the infraction. More than a hundred years later, there is still a sense of unrest in the cells. Spirits lost to time, waiting for the release that, unbeknownst to them, will never come. Oh, vine. Rip in peace. Oh, Here we go. Graham, Graham, why are all these freaking cookies on the floor? I fell. Can you help me? I can't, I can't even replicate that. Oh my god. Oh wait, do we? Ha okay, we have it. And it's we have because less. I'm not like a 17 year old. I know. Coming out of puberty still for some reason. Graham, Graham. Oh my god. Hello. You are listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. <laughs> and I'm thinking of a freaking cat again. What are you? Oh, <laughs> Grandma. There's a freaky looking cat in the yard. Ma. No, it's, oh, it's Ma. Ma. Oh, I keep thinking Grandma. It's like Grandma. <laughs> it looks like Grandma. That's right. Quit looking at me like that. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Guys. Oh. If it, there's a cat, just go look up the ma. There's a there's a cat in the yard. I don't even know how you would You'll look find it up. You'll find there's a freaky cat. There's or a something. freaky cat, yeah. It, look, it look. looks like grandma. The cat will come full circle, okay? We'll get to the cat at the end. Oh, so I if guess you want to hear about a freaky cat, stick around. <laughs> it is Because for once, we're mentioning cats, and it has something to it do has with a something. Purpose. It has a purpose. Okay, well, anyway, hey, I'm Kelsey. I'm Megan. And, and we already said that, but I just wanted to clarify. So, we are back. It is Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. This is your Thanksgiving episode. Aww, yes. Okay. Yeah, so maybe you're listening to us on your car ride on the way to Graham Grams or like <laughs> Maybe you snuck away to the bathroom to get a little little listen. That's in. what I'm saying. Maybe you like put in your headphones to ignore your slightly racist family member. <laughs> They're all there. Whatever so. you're doing right yeah, now, whatever. we feel it one hundred percent. Yeah, we're probably doing it too. So <laughs> 
but yeah, it's it's Thanksgiving. It's Thursday. It's another Thursday. Goodness sakes. And we, as you heard, I don't think we actually said it in the intro, but we are Mm-mm. covering this week the old jail inn in Rockville, Rockville. Indiana. It's actually this Rockville. One this one is time. Rockville. Yes, I think that's where I got all caught up. That's probably how we found it. I think you were stuck on the Rockville thing. We're like, is there anything spooky in Rockville? There sure is. Of course is. there is. <laughs> so this is an interesting one because we we traveled for this one duh but this was actually our first overnight stay technically together because together. i did the marshall house okay that's true that's true so, so i was like we're always together you dummy that's why we're here doing this no. podcast <laughs> Not that one. um but no we we stayed overnight in this in this jail one of a kind jail. It is one of a kind in the world, actually. Look it up. It's true. Read a book. I mean, yes, read a book, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Whatever. So yeah, not only did so we stayed overnight at this 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 jail, but so it's a it it's, is a bed and breakfast. <laughs> it's a bed I was gonna do the lady that tries to do the Jamaican accent, but like she just butchers it so bad that I can't even do it bad. <laughs> But anyway, it'd be worse. It, it is a bed and breakfast, and not only is it that, it has a winer winery, uh, just a bar. Like I think a, it's a bar. I think it's called a winery. No, no. The so drunk what, tank. What makes it a one of a kind is that it is a jail converted into a hotel. I think not it, really a bed and breakfast. Ain't there not food there? No. Well, that's. Does they, it say it's a bed it and does, breakfast? It does. I mean, it was kind of labeled as a bed and breakfast. Yeah. So, okay. but it's called the old jail inn. So it's just it's an inn. So it's an inn, uh, an old jail converted into an inn mm-hmm. with a bar attached, like a little wine cellar bar. Yes. And the owner lives upstairs. Yeah. So there's a lot going on here, but all of that to say, we need to like wrangle in our thoughts because I feel like we're all over the place. But here we go. Well, it was quite a weekend. It I don't really, know. I know. I feel like I'm trying to like catch back up to real life. It was a very long weekend. Yeah. Uh, but I guess in a good way. Interesting weekend. <laughs> so conveniently, because it has this wine tasting bar uh, attached, they so they do a lot of wines that are not theirs, but we are lucky. They're enough. local, though. They had a lot of local wines. Yeah, no, definitely local. When wines. I say local, like Indiana, Illinois, and a lot of Michigan wines. There was a lot of Leelanau wines. Like mm-hmm. I, Michigan wines are so good. I haven't tried a bad one yet. But anyway, all of this. But they actually do have their own house wine. And Megan, what what is that wine called? Get ready for. I hope you're sitting down. It's the Old Jail Inn Red Wine. <laughs> Who? Could have guessed. Who could have guessed? Produced and bottled by the Huber Winery. Yes, that's it's in Indiana, right? I, uh, I can't remember. Yeah, it's in Borden, Indiana. Okay, which I've actually not heard of. I don't believe Same. I have. No. <laughs> so this is a table red. It's. I'll go ahead and just read it. The delicious red table wine will work well to keep your taste buds captive, whether behind bars or out on parole. (laughs) 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 No handcuffs needed to hold your glass when drinking alone in solitary confinement or while sharing a bottle or two with your new best friends in the yard. (laughs) It is sure to make your time on the inside more enjoyable, and it just might make your sentence seem much shorter. Oh, yeah. you know what? I feel like this is really 
This is really fitting for Thanksgiving. <laughs> In your confinement. I say that it's Thanksgiving. Is. We're also going through an election. And we all know you no, have that one No, the election is kind. done. Okay. Uh, we are not going oh, through anything. I'm aware. I've already seen they're, they're starting the process. Oh, Even yeah. though he's not a technically, certain president won't concede. He still isn't conceding technically. But he said, go ahead and start the process of, in like... Moving transitioning, yeah, but he still will not say the words. Good he God. still won't do it. Anyway, <laughs> that's not Shoo, why we're we here. digress. But you know what? That's probably you'll need this wine to get you through. So if you have, you know what? It'll already be aired Sorry, by this I'm time. Like, Never mind. Go grab yourself some of this because after Thanksgiving, you're going to need yourself a drink. I know I will. Oh my God! It's a good thing I'm got. I've got a bottle of wine for everybody in the family at this rate. So mm, yes, look out. All right. So this is a cork. I'm gonna. I'm yeah, gonna we get a Kelsey, pop this Yeah, Kelsey's week. gonna do it this time. I feel like Megan does it all the time. I do. I feel like I've done a couple, the last few. Yeah, so here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh. And? She's creaking. Ready? Oh, that, that was, was a so nice satisfying. Pop. That was, that was so wonderful. good. Uh, I think, honestly, I had the cork so far out that, like, it, it really had nowhere to go but to pop. So, <laughs> anyway. Well, it wasn't. A dainty pop. Like, a scary pop, but it wasn't. It was, I can't keep calling it out like ideal. this. It was no 14 hands. <laughs> oh, my God. It was <laughs> no 14 hands, but. <laughs> Which was the Ashmore episode. If you want to go back and hear a very sad, sad pop, get Ooh, back to. This is, like. I can see that from here. Like a deep purple. Now we were told, we did get to speak to the bartender a little bit about this when we were purchasing it. And she said it's good either um, room temp or chilled. Slightly chilled. She suggested chilling it and then taking it out for like 15, 20 minutes before before drinking drinking it. it. So. Yeah. Because I mean, it's, what is it? You said it's a Merlot mix and Merlots tend to be served room temperature, but I'm guessing the blend is what makes it like, but the thing is, if you're going to refrigerate it, continue to refrigerate it after the fact, or you're going to skunk it, like don't, Yeah, it's going to get weird if you go back and forth and back and forth. And that goes with any wine. Like Mm -hmm. if you're chilling it, it stays chilled. If you're not, don't chill it. Mm -hmm. And the bartender, by the way, she was oh wonderful. Gosh. She was hilarious. So I guess we'll talk about it more later. But yes, yeah, she was very insightful about the wine too. All right, so, so we'll, we'll go yeah. ahead and give yeah. it a I smell. I mean, it smells like a red wine. It smells like a nice red wine. It smells good. It uh, it smells kind of sweet. Yeah. I feel like it's on the sweeter side as as far as smell goes. Yeah, yeah. But I can tell it's going to have that dry. Yeah, I mean, it, I get the Merlot hit hint. So. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Okay. Let's just try it. That is a very drinkable wine. This is really, it's really smooth. Mm-hmm. We're drinking it at room temp. I did not chill it at all. It's really good. And if I remember correctly, uh, the bartender had mentioned that this was mixed with Concord grape. Yes. So yeah, you get that, that tart almost from like the skin mm-hmm. of the grape. You yeah, get I don't, that. I don't know if it is done with the skins or not some wines are made with the skins still on specifically for that purpose some take the skins off i don't know how this is made but to me it almost seems like the skins were left on Mm -hmm. this is really good it's really fruit forward but then it's got like that almost like a 
I don't know what to call that finish in the, in the back of your throat, almost like a smoky finish. Earthy. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Um, super drinkable. I, as we've learned, I'm not a huge red wine person, but this, like, I would drink this. I am drinking it right now, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we go back to, like, house wines, when I brought home the wine from the Marshall house, that one, like, the smell, something was so oh, off man. about it. That was the one that smelled like a Sharpie-covered Kroger bag or something. <laughs> I mean, Sorry. It, it, it tasted okay, but the smell wasn't great. This one, I was worried again because house wine, like the Marshall House, Marshall wine, old jail in, old jail wine. This, I feel overall is really good. I've, mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying that. It's, is it my favorite? Probably not. I don't think so. But it's very even mm-hmm. all the way through smell, taste, finish. I'm here for it. So, would recommend. Mm hmm. Definitely. Yes. It's a little higher on the price point than we like to go because yeah. <laughs> we're bottom shelf gals. And this, oh, absolutely. This is second $20. to bottom shelf. Second to bottom shelf. Second to bottom. Uh, this is a $20 bottle. So it's a little high, but I think, support I think local. it's pretty good. Yeah. So. Definitely support local right now. Uh, it's very good. All right. Yeah. We're it's pretty cut do. and dry on, yeah. the, on the wine. Oh, just a little dry. <laughs> <laughs> Semi dry. <laughs> okay. I hate Sorry. I hate it so much. <laughs> okay. Let's get into it. Let's get into the history of the old jail inn in Rockville. Yes. So I feel silly because I meant to put when the jail was built. Um I mean it shows when it was active as a jail, so I'm assuming that the first year listed is when it was built. They have a website that shouldn't be a surprise and they do have an about section i'm taking a bit of this from there and then a bit from interviews and things like that so i think i'm just going to read the little about section they have here because i mean it can't really put it any better than that so this is straight from the old jail Inn website it says the old jail Inn, also known as the original park county sheriff's office and jail served the county from 1879 to 1998 that is a long time. That's a hundred and hundred and nineteen years. So Man. and yeah, so it was built in eighteen seventy-nine. There we go. Yeah. My bad. It was finished, I guess. In yeah, that's I don't know if building started in like eighteen seventy-eight or seventy-seven, whatever, but it began usage. functioning. Yeah. Functioning in eighteen seventy-nine. So it was also the residence for the sheriff and his family, which makes sense, the living quarters upstairs. That's probably where they where they stayed as well. Mm-hmm. Uh the Italianate build Italianate building very fancy word mm-hmm. I, th- I think mm-hmm. that's right um it's a is a brick typical of the late 19th century with a porch that was added in later years uh mm-hmm. behind the jail is the boiler house that was something of a forerunner in technology of the times because it used hot water heat that heated not only the sheriff's office and the jail but was piped underground through a tunnel to heat the courthouse as well which the courthouse is right across the street from the jail. It's a typical town square, I guess, if you've been to any. Yeah, but I guess like boy. Town. Yeah, yeah, if you've been to any town like what 10,000 or smaller. Yeah. It, they're all kind of shaped the They've same. They've got the courthouse in the center the and then every location, yeah. all the little shops surrounding it in the square. It's a quaint little town. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so I'm guessing boilers were starting to be a new thing and it's weird that like the jail had the boiler 
that not only fueled the jail and the sheriff's living quarters, but like went underground over to the courthouse to give them hot water and pressure as well. I think it's weird that <laughs> at one point you could say Rockville was progressive in its technology and <laughs> like it just seems like an old timey town. It, now. it seems like but stuck in time in a good way. In it a, was in a ahead of way. its time. It's like, and that's where it stays. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then it never progressed past 1879. Just kidding. You guys are doing, you're doing great, sweetie. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, the jail courthouse and boiler room were designed by the same architect from Fort Wayne, Indiana, uh, Thomas J. Tolan and son. The boiler house was the site of the last hanging in Park County, which was Earl Stout in 1888. Yeah, I, f- I, f- I feel like we read up on him a little bit. Oh. Yeah, yeah, the one that, like, he gave his plea. He's just like, God have mercy on my soul. Like, I didn't do this. Right. And everyone's like, yeah, nice try, okay. homie. Yeah, <laughs> no one believed him. Um, Sounds fake, but okay. Yeah, so that's just the quick and dirty of the old jail in. It was, you. I mean, it was used as a jail for over a hundred years. That's impressive. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it served as Park. Did I say Park County jail? Park County Sheriff's office. Yeah. It serves the whole County. So Hmm. interesting. Weird. Yeah. Okay. So the next little tidbit they have here is, uh, yeah. So, oh man, it kind of jumps around. I wish I would have, stayed so it stopped functioning as a jail in 1998 and weirdly it sat vacant until 2009 Mm -hmm. yeah 2009 it wasn't used for any so it wasn't used for anything for i'm bad 11 years thank you what (laughs) in the world um yeah 11 years and then along comes the owner deborah olson mm-hmm so this next little tidbit I have is regarding how the jail went from, you know, being a jail to what it is today. And it's it's kind of, it's, if this had happened to me, I don't know what I would have done. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to read the quote first from the website and then we can expand on that a little bit because we got to talk to the owner one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So it says here on December 23rd, 2009, Deborah sighted a round-top steel door just inside the basement of the jail. Interested in using the door and two matching windows for a pending new home construction, she ventured just two blocks to find the owner of the building. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing, like, I don't want to say it was up for auction, but I'm guessing, like, something, they made it known, like, hey, this thing is in disarray, come get what you want. Yeah, I almost feel, because I know the story of what happened, I almost feel like it was a oh yeah like it was a, a freaking switch trap. there it was a trap just like hey we're selling a couple of things wink wink well like it makes me wonder how long the people had this in their own possession yeah because it like it didn't it sat vacant it did nothing technically from 1998 until 2009 so when did they or technically 2010 and... but obviously somebody owned it mm-hmm. and they did nothing with it and was it because they couldn't figure out what to do with it or they intended on just letting it or was it just owned by the county i'm not sure so it almost sounds like it was owned by well let's keep reading shall we okay (laughs) so anyway deborah saw the you know what is it what in the world the door the top steel door (laughs) (laughs) and then uh matching windows 
and she was in the middle of potentially moving and thought that would look really good for her home. So she walked two blocks over to find the owner of the building. It says PCI was led by, what does PCI stand for? You think? Park County. I cannot get investigator (laughs) on my head. That is not right. (laughs) I I don't know why I didn't put down what PCI means. But anyway, I'm just going to read it. PCI was led by Kathy Hartrider. And 20 minutes later, she wrote a check for the steel and made plans to remove after the out-of-state check cleared the bank. So Debbie met up with the current owner, that the owner at the time, and was like, mm-hmm. hey, I want the door. And they're like, and the windows. And she's like, all right, neat. Just write us a check. Mm-hmm. So she did. And there, Debbie, Deborah, I don't know why you call it Debbie. Right. Uh, Deborah was originally from Illinois, so she was technically out of state doing this. So apparently there was a. Like a hold on the check. Yeah, a hold on the check to make sure it was legit. Blah, blah, blah. Made later, she wrote a check for the steel and made plans to remove after the state check, out of state check cleared the bank. She returned four days later and Kathy informed her the door, windows, and the building was hers. Uh, leaving confused shocked and overwhelmed she returned four days later to inspect what she now owned walking through the old gross smelling and shambles of a building old gross smelling and shambles of a building it came to her it's a bed and breakfast told you it's a bed and breakfast uh not knowing anything about the industry nor about remodeling a jail she turned an eyesore into a world known in scrapers tons of debris power sprayers plumbers electricians and 380 gallons of paint later on her father's birthday may 31st 2010 i'm sorry that he's a gemini she hosted her first guests so anyway that's that's the quote from the website but yeah so it it honestly was just like these people somehow came in possession of the jail and they're like, God dang it, what do we do? And along <laughs> comes along comes just innocent old Deborah and she's like, I like that door. And they're like, oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, right. go ahead and write us a check uh, and we'll see you in a couple days. And they like hurry and packed everything up. Right. Didn't Deb. even clean because the place was in like disarray. It looked awful. It smelled awful. Like it mm-hmm. took a lot of turnaround and they're just like quickly overnight pack everything and then she showed up and they're like here's the deed bye and then as she's like but i don't want this bye right deb you gotta read the fine print when there's an asterisk <laughs> at the end of the sentence you find the asterisks at the bottom no, <laughs> so. but, you no know, like so she went with the intent of just buying a door and some windows and they literally handed her the deed and like didn't give her time to think that would stress me out like here's a building and what she what if she was like i don't effing want this like how was she, she then did, gonna sell though. it yeah. I mean, no she, she didn't want it she actually protested. said she took the next four days i think she said she was like protesting like take it yeah, back. desperately trying to figure out how to get rid of this deed because she's like i don't i've never been in a jail i don't want to be in a jail i don't want this jail couldn't do it and she's like you know what f it bed and breakfast and that's and that's what she made and she did it and we can attest did it well like it was it was nice it was good Mm -hmm. um it's weird like i knew it was a jail but at the same time i didn't feel like i was in a a jail jail. yeah yeah no there there's there's cells there are barred doors on these cells there's i mean the drunk tank is it, they call it the drunk tank, but it's because it was legitimately a drunk tank. The wine, the wine tasting room was a drunk tank where they threw down like offenders of public intoxication to sober up. Mm-hmm. Um, this is all legit. This is a real jail. This is what was standing over a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been running, and it hardly, in a good way, it doesn't really feel like a jail. It doesn't. It doesn't. It depends. Yeah, 
It, it depends on what you're looking for and looking at, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, I've got another, a cu- some more quotes here, not a ton more. Um, actually, the next thing I talk about is the drunk tank. So I said the drunk tank, or they said actually, the drunk tank winery is the only wine tasting bar in the county and proudly has its very own jail-in red wine made and bottled by Huber Winery in Borden, Indiana. It says right there. But like... Ooh. I thought that was so odd that it's the only wine tasting bar in the county. And Park County, though. I mean, I guess, but it's like, I feel like there's wine tasting places like Brown County. Lord, y'all, if you've never gone wine tasting in Brown County, like, (laughs) oh man, it's like, I was going to say it's like the walk, but (laughs) not. If you're from Terre Haute, if you know ISU, if you know what the walk is, it's like that, but classy. It. I don't know. I guess I'd have to look at the parameters of Park County, but I feel like I wouldn't be surprised just because it's a lot of farm. Okay, out fair, there. fair. Well, it's a pretty good wine tasting bar for for the county. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we have? Just below the historic old jail inn is the Drunk Tank Winery, a small electric eclectic place to gather with friends and family and enjoy a non-traditional unusual and entertaining wine tasting this is true mm-hmm. uh, you pick your taste dry or sweet we teach you how to taste wine and laugh at yourself while enjoying the education we were down there for maybe 10 minutes we really just got the wine and left but like well because we went down there and there were three other people already at the bar so we're like yeah okay so we kind of just wandered and looked around and I was like eavesdropping on their conversation. I was like, what in the world is going on? They were, they were wild. These people, they were, they were funny. They were cool, but like. It's like 2 p.m. and they're toasted. Oh my gosh. They were having a time. It was so funny. And that bartender, she's cracking me up. Yeah, Her name's Trina. So I don't know if I would call her. I don't know if she's technically the co-owner. I feel like she's kind of viewed as a co-owner. I think Debbie Maybe kind just of, Debbie Brown bar. says that. Yeah, yeah. Well, she so. takes care of a lot of the paperwork. That's and, true. Yeah. yeah, so I would I think she's considered a co-owner. Mm-hmm. Trina and then um Deborah also has her boyfriend, mm-hmm. Greg. Greg, Trina, and Deborah are the three that kind of run this whole shindig. Mm-hmm. So I suppose you could call them tri owners yeah. of the place. Yeah. But yeah, that drunk tank. <laughs> they they are very they're very fun down there. I I would recommend cuz you can just go for the wine tasting. You don't have to stay at the jail or anything. I no, think, you got right? to do a wine tasting yeah. of dry or sweet and I think you got to try four or five different wines and it was mm-hmm. only $8. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's very reasonably priced. It is for yeah. the the drinking and the entertainment <laughs> the and banter that you get. <laughs> so yeah, no, especially the atmosphere, because if you just take a stroll a few feet away and look down this hallway, you'll find, what was it? It was the tunnel. There's a tunnel. Oh, yeah. That was which, dug that goes to the courthouse, doesn't it? Yeah, I took a picture of the description, and we'll have to post a picture of it. They have a plexiglass, like a clear plexiglass up on it now, so you can actually see through the tunnel, but Yeah history about it i guess right above it so yeah so i thought i thought that was pretty cool because we were gonna leave and then we saw the doorway i was like well i'm nosy and i poked my head in and it's just this creepy it was a what uh solitary confinement i believe is what it was yeah here here's the description so actually i've got the picture here of the tunnel that's plexiglassed off so you can't just you know go traipsing in there let me read what this says 
It says this is the original tunnel built in 1879, so actually the year it started functioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, this also housed the heating duct work from the carriage house to the jail and to the courthouse. The door to the original tunnel was full size, and another door was in the furnace evidence room behind the second bar. Uh, looking down the tunnel, you will see a white pipe. Behind the pipe to the right is a 12 by 7 room that is solitary confinement. There are two metal cots and blankets still back there. Oh, that's weird. That's creepy. Um, <laughs> last time I saw a picture of this room, it was from the filming that HGTV did. Looking down the tunnel past the white pipe to the left is a hall to the original tunnel. It tees and you can go left into the original steam basement that has been filled in or to the right following the pipes underground to the courthouse. So see, I was right. I remember some of that. Uh, let's see. Here it comes out... Uh, behind the judge's chambers. The door is locked at the courthouse. No one in or out. I do not allow any access past this point due to the amount of soot and dirt. So, Hmm. I mean, it makes sense. But you can see, like, you can see into the tunnel. Yeah, I had actually seen pictures of it, the tunnel before and some other stuff back there. And when we were in the jail, I'm like, where was this? Like, I didn't see anything like that there and then we wandered into the drunk tank i'm like oh there it is yeah so the jail itself is not it's not that big it's got uh nine cells on the i guess you would call it the main floor Mm -hmm. and then there are two cells on the second floor uh well no there should be three because there's nine all together yeah, nine cells turned guest bedrooms bedrooms with barred doors intact are available. So, so there's seven downstairs because the other one across was the bathroom. So, it should only be five down there. What is happening? I can't. We were just there, and I can't remember. No, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Right? Uh oh. <laughs> oh no. One, two, three, four. I can't, I can't remember. Anyway, there's, what, a couple, there's not, there is nine. All I know is that between the second floor and the main floor, there are nine. So, oh, duh, there are five. And then the two by the lobby. Oh, yeah, shoot. Literally uh, the, when I started counting, I'm like, wait, that is way too many in our mm-hmm. little block. <laughs> yeah, so. no, there was five, five really small, close quarter cells, two like much bigger cells mm-hmm. at the front of the jail. They and were then, the suites of the yeah, cell. Yeah, suites of the cell. And they were really cool. We, we looked at them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then on the second floor, there are the two cells as well, which actually have like one main bed and then two bunk beds per, in each, I think. Yeah. In each, yeah. So small, it can hold up comfortably. Like if you do one per, it can hold 18 people. It can do a little more than that, but you're pushing your luck. What was it? There was a family that like, had like 30 up. people yeah, they and they brought took the, like all of everybody they knew i think that filled it to the brim it was like almost yeah it said there were 30 people between like the parents the kids their spouses their kids and grandkids yeah yeah um so lots of people there what so i've got a couple little tidbits facts that we learned while we were there one of which is why can't i get my notes up there uh stacy rose so the rooms are named after famous i guess inmates at one point or another because there's the john dillinger room there's al capone but the thing is elvis is one of them did elvis do time i don't know Mm. i don't know Hmm. 
Interesting. Why you're didn't gonna look we look up. this up? <laughs> I know. We stayed in the Jesse James room. Mm-hmm. And I say themed rooms. They're not even themed. It's not like there was a bunch of Jesse James stuff hanging around in that room. And they just have those names for reasons. And actually, we were going to stay in the John Dillinger room, but the bed was only a full-size bed, and I'm not trying to lay next to you that freaking close. So we went to the Jesse James room because they had a queen-size bed. But they are very small rooms. I mean, they're jail cells, so it is what it is. But, like, this queen-size bed literally went almost wall-to-wall-to-wall. Like, it was nuts. He was arrested on an assault charge. (gasps) Yikes, when? October 19th, 1956. Elvis, god damn dang it right poop well that's okay because there's a big picture of frank sinatra's uh mug shot when he was 22 for what did it say what was his oh no uh seduction seduction and looking at that picture yes he did i would let him i believe it (laughs) he was a good looking dude i was just of course he was old blue eyes man right so anyway there's these rooms on the second floor they also have these titles to them so there's a bonnie and clyde room Mm -hmm. and that one does have like pictures and tidbits throughout the room history yeah but what's interesting is stacy rhodes who is actually the great great granddaughter of the sheriff that killed bonnie and clyde stayed there yeah Uh uh-huh yeah and she left them a little note on the wall saying like hey i'm the great great granddaughter Mm -hmm. hey what's up what's happening how weird (laughs) i I mean it's a world-renowned jail it's a world-renowned inn so yeah, just what yeah. are the odds? What are the odds? You know, I didn't. Why did I put? I put just little tidbits about Rockville in general, just because Rockville, like I said, is a pretty interesting town. Mm-hmm. Um, the jail sees a lot of bikers mostly. Oh yeah, that's a thing because they're like, don't aren't there like biker? The other room upstairs was there's the a Harley, Harley Davidson, Davidson room. room. Yeah, which most people want to stay in. That I think that's the most popular room to stay in yeah because of all the bikers because of all the bikers because rockville is home to the largest biker bar in the state of indiana <laughs> why Who which is what was it 36 why? it wasn't saloon it, yeah i feel oh 36 saloon, saloon. okay yeah. which we we had dinner there and it wasn't bad it was pretty good yeah so in i mean we're in the middle of a pandemic and it's kind of cold out so there really were not a lot of bikers there but we ended up going to behind the building the next day and there's this giant lot and i was like oh that's that's where they park yeah because <laughs> we did not see it yeah we had like on street parking and we're like okay and then you have to walk behind it and they have an entire uh, like city block yeah to essentially themselves yeah almost just for the bike parking so maybe a quarter it doesn't matter it's a lot of room yeah whatever uh, I wouldn't call it a city block, a rural block. Maybe that's worse. That's I don't worse. know. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? The country road 300 northwest, all that mess? Yeah. Of course yes. it's worse. Yeah, you're right. So lots of bikers stay there, uh, but apparently even like bikers, you got these big burly bikers in their, in their, in their gangs. I say gangs loosely. Mm-hmm. In their biker gangs, and they show up and they're like, I want to stay in the Harley Davidson room. And she's like, some of them wuss out. Like, some of them don't want to stay in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some people don't stay. She, didn't she say some people are like, that's enough. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Like, Peace yeah. out. And let's see. Yeah, she... I don't know why I put this at the end, but she came into uh, ownership of this, of this jail in 2009. Mm-hmm. And opened it in less than a year yeah in less than a year in well, like five months about time. it 
when she's reserving a lot of the buildings, she really just had to get rid of like the smell and the dirt and the yes. the chipping paint and things like that, which still takes time, of course. But yeah, she said that it was basically like she showed up and it was like someone just yeah like up and left in the in the middle of living their life and like didn't do anything. They just left the place in complete disarray. Mm-hmm. So all she really had to do was throw some beds and some cells. <laughs> There's right. a, I know. I don't want to downplay it. I know there's more to it. Yeah, than there that, was but... lots of cleaning to it. Um and then just making it feel homey, making it feel like a jail that doesn't feel like a jail that still feels inviting, and she did that. Mm-hmm. Uh I've got a little bit more here. I said I wish I would have taken a picture of it, but I read an article that she has cataloged away. So she actually gave us this whole file that she had of a lot of because this is a world renowned uh jail and not only that it's supposedly haunted duh that's why we were there mm-hmm. lots of like paranormal groups have also been there and done their investigations and they'll leave her their findings kind of notate what they found mm-hmm. um and so she gave us this file she's like you're welcome to look through this see what they saw what they heard what they said and we did sift through through that and there was one not article, but investigation that I wish I would have taken a picture of and I didn't because they talked about a history uh, regarding this jail that I could not find to save my life when I was looking it up. And surprise, surprise, it's actually kind of how we did our intro. It's about this fire that broke out in the jail. Mm -hmm. So they went into detail about how this man was brought in for uh, public intoxication. That was it. Public intoxication and like probably lewd behavior, just something. Yeah mild he probably wouldn't have been there long they they book him get his fingerprints put him in the cell which he happened to be on the second floor at the very back room Mm -hmm. and i think they said he wasn't there more than 20 minutes and suddenly a fire broke out and everyone was able to get out but him the the flames were just too much for the firefighters and they're basically like well f and he just burned up and died but uh definitely heavy speculation on he did it himself yeah because so, i mean it was really what was burned up was his room and that was kind of it so they're like well poop so maybe he just like could not deal with having the been put away yeah whatever. i don't just whatever it was like homeboy was not having a good time and he decided he'd rather be dead just than a really bad day yeah so they say that most of the activity comes to that room and i think it's the harley davidson room now yeah and that's why a lot of these big like biker people will stay in there and they wuss out and chicken out and they like don't like to stay in there because they say like it creeps them out Mm -hmm. and it turns out this is where an inmate did in fact die yeah yeah so i wish i would have taken some more notes there's a lot it's the thing is looking it up i feel like you come across a lot of the same things but that's that's kind of the quick and dirty of it yeah she turned a whole lot of nothing into something and clearly is doing something right because still going strong yeah even in the middle of a pandemic yeah which is good um i mean when we i guess our little here's our segue now into our right right uh, our personal experience when we stayed we were the only ones in the the bed and breakfast that in the whole building yes and Um, it's wild because i another i do remember this reading this but i didn't put it in there when in its heyday when there is not a virus about um wreaking havoc the rockville is kind of the epicenter of 
uh, when Covered Bridge Festival happens, we've talked about this before, Rockville is a big pivotal pivoting point between all of the bridges park county i mean park county is the covered bridge capital of the world we talked about that this Mm -hmm. is rockville so a lot of people stay so i think she also kind of admittedly capitalized on that she's like so many people come through here for covered bridge like i Mm -hmm. should give them a place to stay and why not make a novelty of it and oh lord where was i going with this the why i have barely had any of this wine i'm just like oh i'm lost already (laughs) (laughs) before i fainted after i fainted i I, I don't know oh which i don't know if anybody said anything the the movie quote from last time make like a tree and get out of here was a back back to to the the future Future. part two it is part two it is part two oh yeah because it's young biff because then old biff gets mad at young biff he's like it's like like a a tree tree and leaf you idiot yeah (laughs) (laughs) which old biff always like unnervingly reminded me of trump even before all of this i don't yeah. like it right well, because they do biff tower the freaking and... dystopian feud yes yeah mm-hmm. it's I mean, too I'm on just, the nose i'm just saying it's too <laughs> on the nose anyway so capitalized back to what we were saying capitalized on this whole covered bridge thing and it's gone the thought where where was i going with this what were you talking about we were the only ones that stayed there yes right okay literally all i wanted to say is um when Covered Bridge was happening, when everything was happening, it's wild that we were able to get this to ourselves because it's usually booked out three three years in advance. What? For Covered Bridge Week, you like typically she said for the the week of Covered Bridge Festival, the bookings are set out three years. That's insane because if you're done with history, we'll jump we'll just go right in this nice yeah i'm, I'm pretty much done with history our... so now i'm just kind of remembering tidbits that i didn't necessarily put down but so I now remember. we're going to go into our personal experience when we booked this place we booked it at 5 p like between 4 and 5 p.m the same day yeah. that we were staying so that yeah, kind of blows my mind that, a... that we were able to just like whoop, jump right in. procrastinator yeah well yeah. that too well it's because we were trying to decide uh if we were actually going to do it or not and surprise we, said, we did it <laughs> let's just do it we got time now let's do it so um we ended up booking the place and we showed up it was between seven and eight i think we showed up there yeah yeah so, and we get there and pull up in front of the building and it looks awfully dark inside yeah <laughs> and i was just like maybe it's to add to the ambiance of the spooky so, something or other well we started to walk to the front door and i know it said guest with an arrow i'm like okay well that's because this isn't the entrance got it got it so we walked around the side of the building it's also dark <laughs> <laughs> i said mm, let's try the door and we walk up and the door is locked yeah i think we even tried the drunk <laughs> tank door and that's locked and we said oh Oh, no no. (laughs) because we paid for half of it yeah it actually like when when we reserved it it takes like a deposit of half of the payment and i was like i am not i swear to god we are gonna sleep on these steps no we weren't it was too no it was cold um so we ended up calling (laughs) calling deb and we're like hey uh where are the people who booked the room earlier? And she goes, oh my God. And she's like, like, we just left. I'm sorry. And, and then like, I felt bad. <laughs> right, I was, we kept saying sorry. She goes, I'll be there in like 15 minutes. I was like, I'm sorry. I just booked this like four hours ago. <laughs> and she's like, oh, we didn't look. So it was just like miscommunication on everybody's part. Yeah. So she ends up coming 
coming back and uh, letting us in the building and does like a little quick tour. Shows super accommodating, around. super accommodating because oh, we pulled I mean, her away from her home when she was probably like kicking off her shoes and she's like ready to be in for the night. Well, wherever she said they were staying at a lake because her home is the jail. So I, wait, we, that is true. We even yeah. caught her on a night where she was like staying away from home. Yeah. So, so she also wanted to get away, I guess. Yeah, oh. I'm done with this place. So she she lets us in the building and gives us the quick tour uh, and, ex, you know, explains a little bit of the history, which we covered there in the beginning. She's super chill. Like, I couldn't get over how, like, just... Jubilant. Yeah. Well, she's real chill and just really straightforward. And she's like, yep, this is it. Here's where you stay. I live upstairs. Uh, you're the only ones here. Look around. I don't care. Like, she said, yeah, here she, are all the keys. Yeah, like, she what? really showed us where the keys were. And she, yeah, well, because we, she's we like, had this actually, is my office. Yeah, we had actually booked the Dillinger room. And she's like, did you pick Dillinger for any particular reason? We're like, and to be fair, we didn't mention the podcast right away. I I was going to tell her, oh, we picked it because our last episode of our podcast, we right, talked about John Dillinger. Right. And I was like, this is too much off the bat. So I said, no. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it, really, we kind of didn't. Just because we had just talked about Dillinger in the last episode, we're like, that would be cool. And yeah. she's like, okay, well, I'm going to put you in Jesse James. And we're just like, uh, okay. And she's like, I'll show you Dillinger, but I think you should be in Jesse James. I was like, what's going to happen? And it was literally just the difference between a full size bed and a queen size bed, which like, again, appreciate because the further I get away from you, the better. What? <laughs> Look, I that bed was comfy as heck. Actually, I don't care. Honest, okay. Yeah. On a real note, take away all the spooky stuff. The bed's comfortable they were really comfortable even after a whole night of investigating as soon as i lay down five minutes out like yeah. no she was it was <laughs> little so i have a hard time sleeping so like and i think i told her that i was like i literally never sleep so don't take it personally it took me a while but yeah megan fell asleep immediately mm-hmm. so she gives us the quick tour and then lets us like tells us that we're just welcome to check out anything we want the whole ho- the whole hotel yeah, is open like, go ahead check out the other rooms upstairs whatever and i asked her i said so because there are signs everywhere that says shh inmate sleeping and so i said are we the only ones here and she's like oh yeah yeah there's nobody else in here i said that is great and so this was our this is our chance for like well because well because i feel like she said no because the reason why we said it is because she's like, there's the upstairs and started to talk about like how somebody burned up up there. And she's like, it's kind of spooky up there. So she's, she was like, so you may want to wait until tomorrow in the daylight to go up there and check it out. And we're like, actually we want to check it right. out now. <laughs> yeah. So we, we ended up actually telling her about our podcast and why we had booked the room in the first place and what we were looking for. And she's like, Oh, you're going to, you're going to love it. Like, yeah. she's so excited. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, you treat all your guests like this <laughs> you for all the girls. <laughs> so, uh, and we had also mentioned to her, that was another thing. I wasn't sure how they would feel about us bringing that stuff into the hotel because we had brought along the Ouija board. We actually brought the William fold Ouija board that we bought several weeks ago. Yes. And, haven't even had the chance to use yet Mm -hmm. so we decided to bring it with us and we asked her like is that cool and she's like i don't care bring it in like (laughs) she's like i'll bring that in all right so we went out and we didn't stay right away we just kind of unpacked our stuff pretty quick and then we went off to dinner to to dinner 36 saloon Mm -hmm. um so we come back to the hotel and it's probably i don't know between nine and ten o'clock yeah we get back to the 
the hotel. We bring the Ouija board in. Um, we just kind of settled for a little bit. We I dumped think. our stuff in our room and we just did a quick glance like into each cell. Mm-hmm. Like what's in here? What's in here? And one thing about the jail is that she encourages people to write on her walls mm-hmm. to kind of leave their name, their experience, um, kind of just say whatever they want to say. And um, sometimes that's, they go a little too far with what right, they put right. on that There's wall. There's some questionable things on some of the walls, but yeah, what can you do? People put dirty things and gross things and offensive things, if we're being totally honest. Yeah. There was one that was just not okay, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I digress. But a lot of it was just really friendly stuff. Yeah. So... We were looking at all the the writing on the walls and things like that, and um, I don't know, like literally, not like figuratively, the actual <laughs> writing. Yes, yes, it was cool that we were the only ones in there, but it also gave a really weird sense of quiet over the building. Oh yeah, it was like those were the moments where you realize you're in a jail, <laughs> right? When we weren't talking. When there was no, because like there's actually a TV in the lobby and we sat and watched the TV for a little bit. And then when we were done, I turned it off and it's just like this immediate, immediate silence. We watched HGTV and we're like fixer upper and I don't remember what else we watched. I know and I don't know why the lady didn't pick pick the fixer upper. She's dumb. Right. And it makes them build it from the ground up. I'm like, that's not what the show's called. It's called Dummy. It's not called let's build a new home. It's called fixer upper. Where's your shiplap? (laughs) There wasn't even any shiplap. What the heck? What an awful episode. Anyway. Yes, we finished the episode. So we watch HGTV and it's fine. It feels like a normal, you forget where you are and then you turn it off and you're like, mm, it's quiet. Yeah, it gets <laughs> real quiet real fast and you're like, oh yeah, this is, cause it feels very homey. I think that mm-hmm. was the, that's the part that I like is, yeah, she made it feel very homey. Uh, and then that TV goes off and you're like, F me, like I'm in the jail. So, uh, we broke out the trusty ghost tube that we've been using mm-hmm. and we said, let's figure out what's in this place let's do it and I think even before that we just kind of walked and spent some time in each room to get like a a feeling for it I guess I know they said that Earl Ray is the one who died upstairs yeah oh gosh yeah that dude so we were hesitant to go upstairs it was dark we couldn't couldn't see see a light light switch to go up the stairs and so eventually we kind of just sucked it up and we're like well we're just gonna turn on our phone light creepy drawings on the wall yeah people drawing scary faces i'm mad (laughs) i said i'm just gonna look at my feet and i'm gonna walk up these stairs so and i never go first i'm a scaredy cat and i don't know what you just started walking i was like oh you're going first i'm like and you're like i guess so well when you said that i almost stopped and i'm like no keep going so, <laughs> you're like yep i guess so and so just i made the going. first move up these stairs and we eventually find the there's a light switch up at the top of the stairs i was like oh thank the lord and again it it's scary. like yeah and then we turn on the light and immediately it feels just it feels a lot better. a little I'm bit like, better okay. yeah but it's still kind of spooky i guess right because i mean you still have to open the cell doors to mm-hmm. get <laughs> so you may have to help me out here i guess as far as timeline goes mm-hmm. um did we break out the Ouija board first? No. We just used the voice recorder? Yeah, we just we just walked up there to, like, look and see what we were dealing with. Well, and after then... we looked upstairs. We, we did, like, our round through the entire building. We checked mm-hmm. out each cell. And then we got back downstairs. And 
we kept kind of dragging our feet and like on the Ouija board just yeah I was afraid I didn't know what I was gonna get in a jail you know so and also this is this new to us but very old Ouija board so who knows like that was the other thing I was worried about it wasn't even really the spirits in the building I just didn't know what kind of energy was on it from whoever owned it previously because we haven't used this board before we didn't have any chalk we didn't have any candles we didn't have any incense we were really Mm -hmm. just going on the honor system here i had crystals but it was the same ones that i used at the marshall house and i haven't cleansed them yet so i was kind of hesitant i didn't feel good about using them on the same board because that energy's on them and i don't even care i'm sure some of y'all are rolling your eyes but this is who i am so you know (laughs) anyway so eventually we break out the ouija board and we start in a safe place. We're like, let's go ahead and start. Oh, in the lobby. In the lobby of all places. Let's just do it right here where it's lit and it's the most homey feeling because yeah. we were too scared. I didn't want to do it in our cell because I got to sleep there. I'm not about that life. Yeah. So we get the wage board out and we also turn on ghost tube at this point. This is when it comes on. Mm-hmm. We get everything going at once. We're giving them as many outlets as we can. Uh, we set our intentions very clearly because we don't have anything to, to protect us. Yeah, to draw like a protective circle or have any kind of protective energy. So we set our intentions and say we only want good spirits, uh, nothing malicious, and that they can only use the Ouija board and Ghost Tube to speak to us. Yes. So we put that out there right away. We said, let's do it. And, and then we hung and out. And then we hung out. And we're we like, hey, sat there. Just reminding you, like, I'm if like, you want to use the board or ghost tube, <laughs> they're here for you. I don't know if you heard me the first time, but here you are, low-hanging fruit. Like, <laughs> I, th- I swear to God, we're even like, I think we stopped and we moved the planchette. We're like, you can move this. Like, we started <laughs> scooting across the board like this. You can move this to talk to us. Well, as many times as we've used a Ouija board, we've never used it just, just the two ourselves of which so now, we can I, that's why i didn't say it i don't know <laughs> just <laughs> us okay me and you um it's never been just us and i was i i even asked her at one point i said kelsey can you go ahead and like push it or pull it or something like fake it uh try to do it like i wouldn't notice and I could tell there was a little bit of a push and a pull. I said, okay. And I tried to do the same thing. And I don't know if it was just as obvious for you. A little bit, yeah. So the thing, like, we said to ourselves, if this was going to work, if there was ever a person in the world that I would use a Ouija board with and know that they were not effing around, it would be Megan and vice versa, I'm sure. Yeah, and not even a budge. I mean... I I kind of put it up to our hands just kind of like jerking a little bit yeah, from there was, sitting there, there for so long. There was tiny jerks, but it was, I think it was our arms were like shaking our hands from sitting fidgeting. for so long. So not even a little movement, nothing. I was just like, this can't be happening. And Ghost Tube piped up a couple of times. Yes. It, I think the very first thing it gave us was a name i think i can i can actually pull up what it says i have to pull up ghost tube now to do it so (laughs) hopefully it doesn't say anything and i actually downloaded ghost tube for the first time you know what y'all just for our just for your entertainment i'm gonna have the volume up while i'm looking at the history so we can all jump in pr yeah so if it yells something and we freak out y'all don't freak out so the first thing it said no lady 
which I'm yes. like, leave my cat out of this because my phone in particular has said lady a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she didn't do anything to you. Okay. Um, and then hello, which we're like, hello, what's like, up? Are you saying hello to us ladies? Hi. And that's when it started popping out. It actually said Dennis and Barbara. And so we started asking, we said, is, is Dennis here? Did Dennis hurt you? Is like anything was there a dentist that stayed here and nothing we didn't get the ouija board answer we didn't get ghost tube to answer it wouldn't answer any questions intelligently i guess mm-hmm. um it still gave a couple more words um yeah, uh actually that was literally it for the base for the main floor was it okay mm-hmm. i thought we got young from mine we may have yeah and it's it is later we got that mm-hmm. so we i don't know realistically how long we sat there but eventually we just gave up i mean just to be on the safe side even though nothing even though nothing happened we're like okay well if there's anyone here please leave bye thanks and actually to be fair now that i'm looking at the timestamps, the only thing that happened on the main floor on my phone was hello and lady that was it we must have gotten a name on mine then mm-hmm. it gave the name I guess I'll pull it up here too, and we're all gonna. I was gonna say I have three. I have three names here. I don't remember if you Mm -hmm. got one or not. I got young. That was it. Mine said young, Mm -hmm. and then it said Larry. Oh yeah. And then it said young again a minute later. Mm -hmm. And we'll jump ahead. Mine also said young, so it kept. Mine said young once and lady twice. Yes. But in the past, it's also said young and lady. And I'm like, are you referring to us? Yeah. So it just wasn't anything substantial or telling. So kind of bummed out. We close up the Ouija board and we're like, all right, let's take a break. Get up, walk around, stretch our legs. And and we kind of come to this realization. We're like, you know... The guy died upstairs, and as much as it freaks us out, I feel like we We, have to move this upstairs, because uh if we're going to get activity, that's where it's going to be. Yeah. We didn't go into the room he actually died in. We went into the one right next to it. (laughs) Right. Uh, I don't know. I just... It did feel uneasy over there. I didn't really like that room. No, and I didn't want to... I didn't want to take it in there for some reason, but I'm like, if he's up here... Maybe this he'll is talk close to enough. us. Yeah, we're close. We're just on the other side of the wall. So we set up shop in Bonnie and Clyde's room. We set up the Ouija board, get out our phones on Ghost Tube, and do the whole thing over again that this is what we're here for. This is who we want to talk to. You can use these things to talk to us. And then we go and this is where, <sighs> so that's where the names start. Like, because I've got at 140, Dennis at 141, Barbara. I had heart attack, and then I got lady again, mm-hmm. and the last thing I got at one forty in the morning was leave me alone. Yeah, yours was at one forty. Yes. See, so my timestamps were Dennis at one forty, Barbara at one forty one, and then actually this is when I think it was just there wasn't a whole lot there because then mine well, the, said demon. Yeah. To say this, we. We do not provoke. I don't want to provoke. I don't care that nothing's happening. That's We've said it before, and this was the true test, is if something isn't happening, I'm not going to make it happen. That Ouija board, the planchette, it didn't move. Mm-mm. 
and I was getting annoyed. I'm just like, come on. Yeah, like, like we were really kind of... All not- these people talking about it being haunted and scary and we're getting nothing. And then Kelsey's ghost tube pops up with demon. And I literally like we was not having his sass. I said, if you're trying to scare us, it's not going to work. I'm going to talk to you. Either talk to us or you get out of here with that mess. Yeah. And then it didn't <laughs> and talk ghost tube literally said nothing for the rest of the night. And we're like, well, <laughs> so- then you got nothing to say. I, I, I think the very first thing I said when it said demon, I went, no, if you're trying to scare us, that's not going to work. Like, <laughs> I think I was like, uh-uh, no. I was just so fed up that even hearing the word demon, I was like, mm-hmm, we weren't scared at all. Liar. We're just like, quit being dumb. <laughs> right. You're just trying, you're trying to rattle us and we're beyond that. You should have done that 30 minutes ago. Right. So, yeah. So unfortunately, Ghost Tube and the Ouija board both were a bust. Yeah. Like even the things that it said, like we said, goes to, we're believing in it more and more. Like I believe that it actually, like it's, it does some weird things that are inexplicable that make me think that although it is a phone app, there's something going on there. Mm -hmm. But even, even the names, I chalk that up to, it was just trying to like, it was just throwing out things to try to provoke something. Maybe. Um, so we, we just pack it up. We're we're kind of done it's at this point i think we went to almost 3 a.m walking around looking at stuff and we're like god just forget it so we put the ouija board up and we go downstairs and we're like let's just watch a little tv before we go to bed because we're just we need something even though nothing happened it's still you're in a quiet jail all by yourself yeah i think i was starting to realize we're in a an entire building by ourselves and we have to go to sleep and i was like that feels weird because i'm it's an unfamiliar area i don't know if anyone's gonna come walking in like it started to get a little uneasy i was like i need mm-hmm. to feel normal for a minute so we watched hgtv yeah. but also feeling normal is at two in the morning i was feeling peckish <laughs> and i still had leftovers from the saloon that i left in the r- little mini fridge in the kitchen so i told megan i was like i'm gonna go grab my leftovers um and we were talking, like, she's talking from the lobby. It's probably, like, a 15, 15 20 foot difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't see her. The kitchen is, like, a little galley kitchen. Um, so I'm in there grabbing my leftovers. And I hear her talking. I, heard, I hear her voice getting closer. So I turn my head to the door. And she very quickly, like, peeks her head in and then pulls back. And I hear her voice start to trail away. And I was like, oh, she was going to come in the kitchen. Uh, but she forgot something. I was like, maybe she went to go grab the Ouija board. Maybe she went to go grab her phone. And then I can't even remember why I asked. You just didn't come back. I was like, what are you doing? And then you come walking up and you were like, what are you talking about? And I was just like, did you just poke your head in the kitchen? I was like, did you just come in the kitchen and then go back? She's like, I've been sitting in the lobby the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was the first moment that I was like, that's a little messed up because I promise you I promise you I know it was late we weren't that tired yet and I swear to god Megan like stuck her head in the doorway and then pulled back like she forgot something Mm -hmm. uh I did not yeah I was in the lobby I was putting the Ouija board up and I was plopping my butt down (laughs) and taking a break uh so we watched some HGTV ate some dinner she didn't pick ship up (laughs) Uh, I did get a glass of water, too, because now I'm, like, a little shook that she saw something in the doorway. So, of all things, it's right at the end, and now someone's going to Yeah, gonna yeah try right to when we're in. getting ready for bed, I'm like, now you want to scare me? For real? So, 
after we watch a couple episodes, uh, we take our stuff and we head to the bed and pass out. And well, you passed out. I I passed out. And I so I actually didn't tell you this. Um, I took a video on my phone. I didn't tell you that this is going to be the absolute first time you're hearing it. You were out, and mm-hmm. I had watched all the TikToks I wanted to watch, and I played all the games on my phone that I wanted to play. It's now almost four in the morning, and I was like, I need to fall asleep. So I'm laying there. And it sounds like I haven't even watched the video since I took it. Um, Like an, I don't want to say like an airplane, but the air, because the air, there's air there and it kicks on, the heat kicks on. And you know what that sounds like. It's a static like hum until the air kicks off and then it's quiet. This was like pulsing. It's like, it's hopefully I'm not going to sound dumb. I'm going to lean away from the mic, but the air was like, and I was like uh so I like pulled my phone out and tried to sit as still as possible and took the video and I wanted you to listen to it but I we haven't I haven't listened to it yet so it's gonna be a surprise for all of us if anything happened but yeah something was just pulsing in the hallway and I was like I don't want to look so I just laid there until it stopped heck yeah I go to sleep Yep. That's what I was yep. already doing. That's why I passed out. So, well, you did the same thing to me, I guess, where you couldn't sleep at night. I was wide awake at 8 a.m. and you were No, I was out. out. <laughs> so, I was laying in bed. I woke up. I was hot as sin. I go to bed chilly and I wake up like a furnace. So, mm-hmm. I, I threw the blankets off. I didn't even care. I like threw them on you and I was like, <laughs> I can't breathe. I was dead to the world, so it's um, fine. So, I was laying there and I heard like this kind of like a, a bang or a bump at the end of somewhere outside the hall because you're in the jail cell and yes, it still has like the sliding metal doors on it, but the doors are... Um, held open so she has curtains that you can pull closed so you have your privacy so we have the curtain closed and I heard like a a bump at the end of the hall and so I'm a little more alert now because I'm like I was thinking maybe I'm half asleep and I'm starting to hear stuff and I start to close my eyes again and then I hear a louder bang up against it definitely is up against the door this time not ours but Mm -hmm. another one further down and at this point I go, Cussie. And like try to wake you up. I said, did you hear that? And you're like, mm-hmm. I was so groggy. I remember you trying to wake me up and I was like, mm. okay, well it happened a third time. And so I said, you heard that. And you go, it's just, she's shutting the door. Remember she said she'd slam the door. Cause the, the owner did say when she leaves, she kind of slams the door shut. Yeah. When she, when she handed us the keys and was like, have a nice night. She's like, I'm going to go out this door. And just to let you know, sometimes it doesn't shut. So you might hear it slam a couple times. And it did. You hear her like just slam the door a few times and then it finally shut. And so Kelsey's in like, my mind, I was like, Oh, she just came in this morning. And, like, I couldn't articulate this to Megan because I was so tired. But what happened in my mind is I was like, oh, she must have shown up, saw that we were still asleep. And she's like, I'll come back later when they're awake and had to slam the door shut again. She did not stay. Yeah, night. we ran into her later that day and we're just like, she asked if anything happened. And we kind of actually went over all of this with her. I was like, I do have a question, though. Were you here at about eight, between eight and nine in the morning? And did you slam that front door again? She's like, no, nobody was here. She like she basically said when we ran into her she had just got there. Well, and, and I it was tried, like two. 
I had tried telling you that, but you were half asleep. And I was like, she's not here. And you go, I don't know. And you rolled over and went back to sleep. I'm like, okay, good. Well, I'll just sit up with this, I guess. Because I knew I wasn't going to fall back to sleep. And I ended up actually taking another nap later. But I lay there and waited for some more bangs. And it, it didn't come. Um, so, passed back out. Woke back up later. Everything seemed fine. Mm-hmm. So, we tried walking around again with... Uh, ghost tube and we actually recorded some of the jail just to see if we could get anything during the day because we're like okay well maybe we didn't get anything at night because inmates are supposed to be sleeping at night so they're more active during the day let's see what they're doing during the day I'll tell you what they're not doing a whole lot of anything um yeah we didn't get much I don't know I like I said I took a video that I I'm gonna have to rewatch and see if I find anything on it uh probably by the time you guys are hearing this i'll have done that so my so i got a few again it felt more like the stock ones that it's like we're just gonna fill the void and if you get something you get something because mine said rest in peace twice uh that's when we got murdered lady again uh gregory was the last name we got and then young but then i will say at one point it said i'm lost rest in peace young and then where am i so, like, th- th- that was the only continuity there is. It's, it's like, uh, I'm lost. And then it was like, where am I? And we're like, you're in a jail. And then the last thing it said was, like, stroke. Yeah. <laughs> and then it stopped talking. So, that was pretty much it. Uh, we ended up packing our stuff up. We hung around town a little bit. We had breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we checked out a couple of shops. But we ran into her on our way back to the car at some point. And we ended up talking to her. And this is we've come full circle uh-huh. uh we show back up because uh, we're still parked in front of the old jail and there's this gray cat on the porch and we're like oh my god an angel so we go up to the porch and start paying this cat and holding it and he has a collar on with a little name tag and his name tag t- says tank and i was like oh god bless so we're petting this cat and he jumps up in my lap and then climbs up my shoulder and is sitting on my shoulder like a parrot and i was like oh he's okay. like kissing your face and stuff so he i kept trying to give him kisses and while we're doing this the owner deborah actually comes out the front door and she's like oh my god you guys are still here and we're like oh we were just walking around checking out the town and then as she's talking she goes oh my god take it with you and we're like <laughs> what <laughs> excuse me and she's like the cat take it you can take it and we said no i don't no, if you're kidding. I said, is this your cat? She goes, oh my God, no, I don't know. Like she said, it's not mine. And she said she was scared of the cat. And I thought she was joking, but he like jumped off my shoulder and, and walked on the like, porch. And took a few steps toward her and, and she went, oh, she went, oh my oh. gosh. Ah! And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and she ran to the other side of the porch. She's like, get him away from me. And, <laughs> and she's like, they can smell the fear on me or something. She's like, they always know when I'm scared because they start to rub against my legs. <laughs> She said, this cat is possessed. And we're like, why? And she is, she's not kidding. She I is really convinced. thought she was joking when she's like, he's possessed. I was like, ha ha. Like, I mean, he looks a little creepy, but. <laughs> he does. He had like a person's face. I know. Like we'll a human we'll face. probably have pictures on the website. Uh, he had this weird protruding jaw in like sunken in eyes. Like a ske- Anyway. Yeah, okay. So she believes the cat is possessed. And we're like, what do you mean? And she, she said she thinks that the cat is like 
has the soul or the spirit of, of someone who of used inmates? to stay there because he always comes to the jail and he always tries to get in the house and he just has like this way about him that it just freaks like, her out like he but, owns the place so, or something so she's like terrified of this cat and then I was like, no, he's so sweet. And then we went back and looked at pictures. I'm like, he's kind of got a weird yeah, face. I like, was looking at the pictures. I was like, Megan, I need you to see this cat. And I like zoomed in. She went, why does he look like that? He does. He had a scary face. He honestly looks, because Megan's like, watch you, watch you open the picture. And there's like, no cat. Yeah, she's like, watch you just see me sitting on the porch and there's nothing on me. There's no I cat. I would literally perish. So so the cat was in the pictures don't worry but he is he, is he almost there. looks like he's been photoshopped in it's kind of weird yes he's a creepy looking little cat he was cute in the moment but looking at the picture i'm like you are a creepy kind of <laughs> little dude i don't know so that was our stay at the old jail inn we i mean we re- met some really cool people there the Definitely. owner was wonderful she was like the best kind of crazy if that makes any sense right yeah i guess um, we can talk about all this before we do the right because i was wondering i was like are, are we going to talk about it after the rating or before the rating? but we'll get it I out of the way now i'll do yeah. it now One, yeah. the owner eccentric but in a cool way she's like <laughs> I, I guess if you live in a jail for a long time it just kind of makes you that way but she was really informative uh she she said herself she doesn't feel like yeah because she i mean she had asked us how our night went and we're like we'll be honest not a ton happened and we're like i don't really feel bad here and she's like i don't really feel anything here either if we're being honest she's like i wouldn't stay here if i felt unsafe here and i Mm -hmm. don't feel unsafe here and she did say now as far as seeing people she said she has the same thing happen where she'll go to leave a room and then be like oh i forgot something and turn around and then see like something whoosh behind the around the corner yeah and like it's almost like she caught them in the act like they thought they were good to come out of hiding and then she caught them on accident yeah uh so she was really cool though but but yeah she says even though she sees those they don't feel bad and that's the thing is like i feel like there's probably something there but i don't feel uneasy no it wasn't and we can talk about that more during the rating so she was cool we had dinner at the little restaurant next door mm-hmm. she was really cool we were again the only ones in there and i was like is this oh, town oh, dead breakfast what is the next on? morning yeah yeah and the our waitress was really cool uh we ended up walking down the block because i knew there was a a local donut shop it's like a build your own donut place mm-hmm. and it's i a- had been there before and so i was telling kelsey about it so we decided to check it out ended up having like a really nice conversation with the manager and one of the employees and we got to meet the owner and yeah oh, just like yeah, what a day it's a what wheel a day. and it's wheelhouse donuts i'll go ahead and say it because first of all the donuts were fire like we yes. ate all of them uh we have pictures of those too so oh, yeah i'm gonna po- i'm gonna post those also but wheelhouse donuts everyone was super chill there like I, I and i think it's fair to say this out loud because we did talk about it with the with the manager i mm-hmm. said i was like i feel bad rockville cool place rural town not as progressive as you would like especially coming from like even compared to Terre Haute a little less progressive and I lived in Indy for six years and I was like it's super less progressive but places like Wheelhouse Donut little locally owned like locally owned like small shops that people open they just have this feeling about them that they're more inclusive more diverse more progressive and that's true and we had a long conversation about that they were so chill I think (laughs) I think they kind of they saw saw us. us 
and they and just specifically knew. It was probably one of those. saw me not to like be selfish but i think they saw me and they're just like we gotta ask we gotta ask hey so, uh, so you you think we're a pretty progressive place right i right? was like yeah you look like young hip kids no that's not you what you they said gay. at all and i was <laughs> like i am <laughs> I mean, more or less, but yeah, we just talked about how it is nice to have a place that's diverse and progressive and things like that. Even in a small town like Rockville, it'd be nicer to see more places like that. So Mm -hmm. really good conversations with them. Really liked them. Really good donuts. Very good donuts. (laughs) I would smash them all over again. So the places we visited and the people we met were really cool. So now we are, is once it gets down to the the, the, the jail nitty, itself. I was now we're going to get to the, the paranormal part of the old jail end. Yeah. I was they just can really be cool. excited about the donuts. Sorry. <laughs> the, the owner can be cool. The people in the town can be cool that we met. And they were. And the building itself can be interesting and, and you know unique. But as far as supernatural goes. Let's find out. Let's find out. So the first thing we're going to rate it on is historical accuracy. I feel like this is easy for me. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. All right. Okay. Three, two, one, five. five. Yeah. It's It's just, it's a jail. It exists. We stayed in it. There is literal documentation, news articles, like everything. We know who was there, who was executed, who, Mm -hmm. all that. With, with the exception of the fire that started, I do not know why I can't find, I couldn't find information on that myself, but I know that one of the investigative paranormal teams that were there had a pretty in-depth description of a fire that happened up there. Yep. So five easy five. peasy. Done and done. Uh second thing is going to be the uh scare, scare level. level. Ugh, golly. I, before so bad. for if you're listening, old Jalen, I want to preface by saying really loved the stay. It was great. <laughs> no, and I I think we've put that on pretty heavily because I knew what was coming in the rating. So, yeah, no, I, because yeah. it was it's we're not overcompensating. I'm being very honest when I say it was really fun no, it and was I fun. I would it. absolutely do it again, but for but paranormal purposes the, and the scare level, are here you comes ready? The sad truth on our part. Scare yeah. level. Three, two, one, one. one. I do not want to give it a zero because that doesn't... That's not fair because I did have the adrenaline and there were some spooky things. The, the, the slams, the Megan... The Megan ghost Megan poking her head in the kitchen was yeah. one of the spookier times for me, mostly because I was awake for that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, because that startled me, and that's when I was like, maybe we should watch HGTV because mm-hmm. I like didn't feel great. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a little bit there, but overall... I did not feel bad about the place. Which is not a bad thing. Like, are there spirits there? Maybe. There are paranormal investigative teams that have been there and left their notes to prove otherwise. And lots of notes on the wall, notes in in this file of history of this place that people say, there are spirits here, there's activity there. Is it mean? Whatever. No. I felt pretty safe there. All right. So our last thing we're going to rate it on is believability. Believability. Oh, this is weird. Mm, I have my answer, which is like a cop out. I feel like. Well, okay, I could go. I, I'm looking at two extremes at this point. So, and I'll, I have my explanation. I was gonna say you. No one could see my face just then, but it was. I'll go with. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. I'll go with the. Okay, let's do it. Are you ready? I, we're not gonna match on this then. No, which sucks. Not another four for four. All right, three, two, one, one. three. Well. I'm going with a one, and I wanted to go 
with a five only because that's i, I literally told you, that's why i picked a three <laughs> i'm doing the two extremes i i thought about going five because the history is there it is what it is and the history doesn't necessarily say it's haunted so okay i could you could say do you believe everything you read in the history yeah, because well, yeah, it's, it's documented. It's... But if you want to look at it from a paranormal standpoint, does that nothing paranormal was really stated in the history, and nothing paranormal really happened. And so... what paranormal we think we encountered doesn't line up with the history at all. Not really. Not any like one particular thing. So that's why I do. Does that make sense? I guess why I mean, I was... it makes sense, and that's why I picked a three because I was like, I don't know what to do, so I'm going to go to the middle of the road, aka the cop out. Man, choose a side. No, <laughs> Switzerland. <laughs> so that that's my reasoning. I guess I'll go with a one because since it is a paranormal podcast, there's not a lot of paranormal activity. I'm so. saying three because Switzerland. <laughs> oh God! There you go. Right. Uh, so the and, last and the thing that kills me and we didn't really mention the other people's investigation it, not to get confused with ours obviously you should know at this point what we experienced but other people in the investigations we read and that they wrote they said they heard growls yes and actually this screams. was multiple investigations multiple groups different years different times that experienced the same things mm-hmm. which was like the growl in the basement which we didn't get to the basement. I was going to so say, I yeah, first know. of all, we weren't in the basement. That's why I said, is the basement the same as the drunk tank? Because obviously that was locked up. Yeah. So, I, yeah, so no growls. Uh, one one group said they kept hearing female. They had a spirit box and they kept hearing female. And the other group, I think, said they kept hearing a female voice. Okay. So if that if they were actually hearing the word female, we were hearing the word lady. Which so. there's something kind of the same but yeah it's but it's it's interesting that other paranormal groups in the past they say these things did a ton happen for them not really no but they also were like yep this place has spirits and i'm like maybe yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i guess sure uh which brings us to the overall right oh man i okay and this is again this is in the realm of the paranormal not the experience like okay not the place as it is this is this is regarding like our paranormal experience there mm-hmm. this is the yeah all of that together okay, so ready so. i got i got mine yeah three two one two okay well, we, we got almost it. did <laughs> three for four um because it's so rich in history but lacking in the supernatural it's kind of a weird one like i feel like we just picked a quirky bed and breakfast to stay in <laughs> yeah <laughs> which it was fun uh, we've said it a few times now would do it again would recommend no i i do recommend it and obviously people enjoy it and talk about it like they hype it up so much that people from around the world are coming and staying here and i can see why uh the town itself especially if you can catch it around covered bridge time in the mm-hmm. fall when we're not in a pandemic um <sighs> i bet it is super fun and it was fun now i don't know what would be better having it like bustling and feeling like that i think community i feeling. think hear me out what would be cool right now especially because we were the only ones to have it uh and i bet it's going to be that way for a little bit which sucks but like imagine just getting a big group of friends together because like we said this this jail fits 18 comfortably mm-hmm. so like i bet 
I might have you can have two up to friends. <laughs> just kidding. I, I could gather like 18 friends and literally just be like, y'all, let's go stay in a jail. And let's I would do that do 100%. It. Yeah, it. I recommend it. I think it would be, it's a cool place to visit. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot going on and supernatural or not, it, it's an interesting experience. Yes, so. I, I liked I liked the people we interacted with. I liked the history. I liked just staying there in general. Paranormal i'm not gonna say there's nothing there but it's really you know and if you want to book it now now's the time if you want to be in there by yourself you have a good chance oh, or yeah. having very little people in there absolutely go now this is a perfect time and do your own investigation per you know find something that we didn't prove us wrong and see if they pick shiplap on the next episode of <laughs> fixer upper i swear to god you're gonna take me all the way down to texas and not put shiplap in that house what kind of animal i don't know so that's our episode that is the old jail inn in rockville indiana little tiny town yeah so, so even though even though there wasn't a lot of paranormal there we hope it was still interesting for you guys we thought it was fun we thought it was interesting just mm-hmm. not not the scariest not scary and that's okay not spooky. that's gonna happen. i guess scary is a harsh word not spooky yeah haunted not haunted supernatural yay paranormal <laughs> supernatural haunted spooky scary okay how how many other adjectives can we uh, <laughs> unpack your adjectives? Uh, oh gosh, now I just want to watch Schoolhouse Rock. Okay, <laughs> we gotta go. Oh, we gotta close it up. We're gonna start singing. Uh, yeah, I will start singing. Oh no, hurry, quick! What are we All gonna right, say? So this is our episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, yes. Oh, I I actually we have um. <laughs> so before we start singing, uh, we've got to go the end i've got i've got nothing for you guys no this uh if you you have time still to submit your listeners your personal experience paranormal supernatural we want to do another listener episode and if if time if the time is right if things line up that will be next week so you've got one more week less than a week because we have to record but Mm -hmm. uh, one more week to submit your listener stories Mm-hmm. That we can either tell on air. If you want to come hang out with us, you're more than welcome to do that. Uh, yep. Tell us about your spooky experience. If you've been somewhere, if you know someone who's had a scary, spooky experience, uh, anything that you think would fall in the realm of paranormal, supernatural, send it our way, and we'll we'll tell we'll, people we'll talk about, about it. it. We'll talk <laughs> about it. We'll tell your story. Yes, shoot it uh, to our email at or so they say pod at gmail dot com. Also, I wanted to say that we're super grateful for everybody for the support. Again, like always, thank you everybody for listening, for reaching out, for talking to us, for for everything that you give us, but especially for the Patreon donations. Um, This isn't saying like, give us your money, but I will say for those of you that have been donating, this is where your money goes because we were able to take this trip because of the Patreon donations. I think we said in the very beginning, we wanted to tell you where your money was going to be going. And this was it. This, this paid for the gas to get there for the stay there. Um, we want these donations to take us new places. And, and mm-hmm. the old JLN was the first place we utilized this with. So you're, you're, those of you that have been donating, you helped make that happen. And we really appreciate it. Thank you very much for that. Because, uh, like, we, we don't do a lot of overnights. This was our first overnight, so we yes. figured what better time to try it than right now while we've got <laughs> people who are listening and like us enough to help fund these things. So thank you for yeah, that. Thank you for that. And, yeah, for those of you, 
if you are listening and you've thought about it, this is where the money goes and we hope it's worth it to you. And if it is, go ahead, consider donating at patreon.com forward slash or so they say pod. Yes. And that's the show. That's that's the tea. I hope y'all had a good uh, (laughs) Thanksgiving. Yeah. I hope you all had a fun Thanksgiving or if you're on your way to Thanksgiving, Good luck. good luck literally good luck <laughs> and uh hopefully the next episode we'll see you on our listener episode number two yes listener episode number two coming at you next thursday send in your stories peace and blessings peace out <laughs> okay bye bye mixing and music by kelsey ingram cover art is by cody mason you can find us on twitter instagram and facebook at or so they say pod visit us at our website or so they say pod.com where you can find links to all social media if you like the show please subscribe to our newsletter and consider donating to our podcast at patreon.com forward slash or so they say pod running a podcast takes time and money and we'd love to give you the best listening experience possible episodes can be found on itunes spotify stitcher and more Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help drive us up the charts. And of course, thanks for listening.